Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the walk.se, the ongoing podcast about becoming a minimalist vagabond while walking from Stockholm to Sydney. Well, here I am. I'm sitting in Bangkok, suffering from a little bit of culture shock and trying to adapt to new circumstances. Everything is a bit different here, and although it's a change, it feels exciting and fresh. Well, fresh is maybe not a word I would use to describe Bangkok, but I think you get the idea of what I mean. Other things have changed as well. I'm here on my own. I have been considering walking Asia with just a backpack for a while, without the mule, and that's what I finally decided to do. The mule is resting and the aloe box is on its way to Sweden, and I brought an Osprey 48-litre backpack in San Diego. I'm going very minimalist and have cut down my pack list to the bare minimum. After all, I'm going to have to carry it all myself. And here it is, the pack list. One thin fleece jumper, two t-shirts, one long-sleeved shirt, one short-sleeved shirt, one pair of shorts, one pair of thin long pants, one pair of thin training shorts, generally used as bathing shorts, four pair of underpants, and a couple of those are more or less worn out, so there's only two pair really, four pair of socks, again the same thing, uh, two pair are almost worn out, so they'll be going, <laughs> they'll be being thrown away shortly, a lightweight Gore-Tex type jacket, Flip-flops, Tiva sandals, again, almost worn out, and uh, I'll just be wearing them for a, a few more days before they wear out completely and I can throw them away. Uh, a pair of Merrill barefoot shoes, a small basic toiletries kit, a travel towel, a small basic first aid kit, reading glasses, sunglasses, sunscreen, a tent, a sleeping bag liner, I'm not bringing a sleeping bag, my foam sleeping pad, a lighter, uh, an emergency water filter, sort of like a, a, a thick straw that you can uh, suck water through and it'll filter it. Some thin cord, this is a uh, guideline from a tent to, to use from everything from washing to fixing stuff. Some emergency food, some power bars, uh, thanks Melina. My uh, MacBook Air uh, with charger, my Xperia Z compact phone, a USB charger, an extra battery uh, that'll work both for the uh, telephone and for my uh, camera, a solar charger, travel adapter, uh, my Ricoh GR camera with an extra battery, and some SD memory cards in a shock and waterproof case. All that packs into my Osprey Kestrel 48 backpack. Uh, along with a small extra courier bag that I can use to organize the valuables and use as a carry-on, uh, use as carry-on luggage when I fly. And that's it. Uh, that list might look like a lot of stuff, but it's really not much stuff at all. It all, it even all fits into the 48 litre backer, including the sleeping pad, which, although very light, takes up a lot of space. All loaded up, it weighs 14 kilos, which I think is very respectable considering that I have both 
a lot of electronics and a tent with me. Uh, I might need to try to find a multi-tool or a Leatherman or something similar, uh, or maybe just a knife. Uh, I will be having a look around the markets in Bangkok to see what I can find. The flight to Bangkok was long. First, a one-hour, 40-minute flight to San Francisco, followed by a little bit more than four-hour stopover there. Then a 30-hour flight to Taipei, with a very quick transfer to a three-hour, 40-minute flight to Bangkok. And I arrived in Bangkok at, at quarter to two in the morning. And I hadn't really been able to get any sleep at all on the plane, and I was not well rested by the time we landed in Bangkok. After passing through immigrations and customs, I spent some time hanging around the airport, waiting for the sun to rise. I had booked a room on, on Silom Road, and I planned to walk into town, but I just didn't want to get started in the dark. And anyway, I wouldn't be able to check into the hotel before 3pm. So I spent the time getting a prepaid Thai SIM card for my phone, eating, and wandering around looking at all the travellers and backpackers that were sleeping, basically on any free surface at all. There was a definite backpacker budget traveller feel to the airport, and in a way it felt nice. It's sort of welcoming, actually. As the sun started rising, I started my first day's walking in Asia. Yet another continent to add to the list. Like most airports in the world, it was very difficult to find a good walkway. They always seem to be organised for motor transport, and there never seems to be provisions for walkers. But once I left the vicinity of the airport, it got a lot easier. It's interesting to walk in Bangkok, so different from either the USA or Europe. I took my time walking slowly and having lots of breaks. I was tired after not getting much sleep for the last 24 hours. And I'm not used to carrying the backpack. Now, I hope most of my tiredness was due to the lack of sleep and not the extra weight. Funny fact... Uh, my total weight, including the backpack, is actually less than my own weight when I started from Stockholm. It was warm but cloudy, and after what felt like a long day, I arrived at my hotel on Silom Road. I, I pretty much crashed that evening, and any thoughts of exploring were lost in like a, a dim weariness. I even forgot to get something to eat. I've now spent a few days exploring Bangkok, mostly on foot, and I'm ready to move on. There, there seems to be three big areas of entertainment in Bangkok. Shopping, eating and sex. The shopping is divided into shopping centres and street vendors. Uh, the shopping centres are no longer cheap the, ones, cheap the way they once were, and a lot of stuff is actually more expensive than in the USA. Camping equipment is much more expensive, and I'm glad I bought my backpack before leaving America. The street shopping can be very cheap, but then that is often reflected in the quality of the goods. And I mean, how much stuff do you need anyway? Truth is that I'm rather put off by all the unbridled commercialism on show. And um, yeah, looks like I'm becoming a true minimalist at heart. All that said, I did buy a pair of Oakley sunglasses for 200 bucks. They were guaranteed to be original, original copies, that is. I need a new pair, pair as my police sunglasses, which I bought in Cyprus for 10 euro, have taken a bit of a beating and are looking decidedly second-hand. Eating is great here, especially if you like Thai food. Again, there's a great range of prices from expensive Western chains like Starbucks, charging 140 baht for a latte, to a serving of Thai curry with chicken and rice costing 40 baht at a street-side cafe. 
had the curry for breakfast one day and it was brilliant. Such a change from the rather bland food, fast food I've been eating in the USA. I'm being a good boy and I'm staying away from the sex trade. It's pretty widespread and obvious around the tourist areas and it's really impossible to walk down the street during your evening without being constantly propositioned. I intend to start walking south tomorrow, starting with a good 42 kilometer day. It'll be very, very interesting to see how what it feels like now that I'm a bit better rested. Hopefully I'll survive even if it becomes a long day. Looks like I'll have uh, oh, two or three longer days before I reach, before I get closer to the resort areas on the eastern coast of the Thai Peninsula. Once I get there, I'm looking forward to spending a day or a few days on or near a beach, and there are plenty of them down there. And really, until then, the only thing I really need to keep doing is uh, to keep walking. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.